0: Galactic Showdown! In a fierce battle for survival, the Republic and Separatist armies have clashed in the distant Solar System. Count Dooku's most cunning assassin, Assange Ventress, leads the vicious attack. bucketheads Mayvar Tigar welcome to the 114th duku dueling episode of Mandavision Nargai Tom and thank you so much for checking out this small independent Star Wars podcast. Remember the best way to reach out to us is of course via the social media at Mandavision Tom on Twitter and Instagram. you can email the show Mandivision at gmail.com. Please make sure you're liking, subscribing and sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. If possible or so inclined and you're in the giving mood for this holiday season, please write us a sweet, sweet, sweet five-star review. They really do help small, independent podcasts like us stand out, not get lost in the shuffle, and help us against the tyranny of the algorithm. Welcome back. We're in the middle of December. And the, the, I mean, I I said it months ago. We're in that portion of the year where it's all just, it feels like we're all just going, uh, it just slides downhill into the end of the year. Like, there's no pumping the brakes anymore. It's, it's over. It's done. It's inevitable. 2022 will be here before we know it, which only means good things because it only means more Star Wars for us. And again, as, as I've said 7,000 times, the Book of Boba Fett will be here to save us all at the end of the month. And we are just counting down the days. Uh, last, last time we talked, uh, I had the bold, the bold proclamation that uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe I could like hit the afterburners. And, and, and crank through season three of Star Wars the Clone Wars before that time uh, that is clearly not gonna happen now <laughs> I did not get any extra episodes out this week as I had initially envisioned uh, so so my apologies for some for the the misleading information that time around but uh, things are just uh, things are just still still a little crazy in my in my in my real life in my real world and uh yeah I just haven't had the time to sit down there and, and knock out more episodes but uh, I'm excited to be here today to talk about an outstanding episode of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. We're here to talk about uh, Season Three, Episode Twelve, "Night Sisters." The original air date for this was January seventh, two thousand eleven. Uh, this is after like their holiday break in 2010 Uh and it it also marks a really interesting uh, transition point for the for the show. You know, going back and reviewing the, these early episodes for the first three and a half seasons, you know, there have been some really strong episodes, some weaker ones. But, but you know, you, you see where the show's going. You see what it's trying to set up, what it's trying to establish. And, again, we have the the benefit of hindsight to kind of see, you know, we know where it's going to go, so seeing where the, how they lay the groundwork, how they lay that railroad track down for us. Uh, it's It's been interesting to, to watch and to check in and, and be like, oh, yeah, okay. Now I see how we're getting from here to there. And, like, all the different seeds, all the different elements are kind of uh, planting. Uh, but this episode, this kind of be, marks the beginning of – of um ratcheting it up to the nth degree. You know, they're turning it, the dial to 11, starting with this episode. you know, One of our, our big uh, markers, one of the things we like to watch, and, and especially in those first three and a half seasons thus far, is, is sort of noting the progression of Ahsoka Tano from a character that was uh, fairly divisive in her first appearances to uh, her, her, her ascendance into fan-favorite. So that, that's been a big episode, a big thing for us to track her progress in these shows. This week, we get to track a different character's progress. And I'm talking about one of our favorites on the show, uh, Asajj Ventress. Count Dooku's Sith assassin. No, she's not technically a Sith. She's just an assassin. But she does know the ways of the Force, and she is quite powerful in, that, in the Force. Uh, this episode marks a turning point for that character and for the series in general. As, again, we start getting into Jedi... Slash Force Mysticism. And we get into some really crazy fun things. And I, I'm really excited for this next run of episodes to talk to you about. And it's just going to be... Oh, I, again, I'm just really, really excited. Let's go ahead and give our plot for this week's episode. Darth Sidious orders Lord Tyrannus to eliminate Asajj Ventress, lest her, becoming, lest her becoming too powerful. But Ventress escapes and manages to make her way back to her home planet of Dathomir, vowing revenge on Count Dooku. This week's episode, directed by Giancarlo Volpe, written by Katie Lucas, and this is definitely, hands down, her, her finest episode thus far into her writing career for, for Star Wars The Clone Wars. A really just a stellar episode of, of television right here. Uh, our voice cast, Nika Futterman takes center stage as Asa's Ventress. James Arnold Taylor returns as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Pirate Number 1. Matt Lanter is Anakin Skywalker. Dee Bradley Baker is the Clone Troopers and Ratch. Barbara Goodson is Mother Talzin. Corey Burton is Count Dooku and Kai Nerick. Kara Pifko is TJ912 and Naleth. Tom Kane is our narrator and Yularen, who only speaks briefly in this episode. Ian Abercrombie is Darth Sidious and pirate number two. Catherine Taber is Karis in this episode. She's not Padme, she's Karis. And Matthew Wood is, of course, the battle droids. Our Jedi fortune cookie in this episode. Uh, listen, this one's not very subtle, so, uh, you know, take notes on this one. You may have to... <laughs> the swiftest path to destruction is is through Vengeance. So there's all the particulars that you need for this episode. So what we're going to do, the most important aspect of the show, it's that time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. Lord Tyrannus. My master. There is a disturbance in the Force. Your assassin. She has become very powerful. Yes, my lord. She is Quite important to me too important master silence I can sense her powers growing stronger I would hate to think you are training your own Sith apprentice to destroy me never my allegiance is to you and you alone then you must prove it eliminate her she's my most trusted. I said eliminate her as you wish, my lord. So the order comes down. Sidious wants Ventress out of the picture. Can't let uh, uh, Can't let Count Dooku, Sidious's own apprentice, have another apprentice who could possibly team up to usurp the power. Right? No, no, no. But there's a long game going on here, as always with Sidious. There's wheels within wheels, wheels within wheels, and so this spurs into motion the plan. Where Duku, in the midst of Ventress and the battle droids of the Trade Federation—excuse me, of the Separatists army—Duku uh, will turn on them in the midst of the battle to to eliminate Ventress in this battle, sacrifice his own forces, and and uh, hopefully kill some Jedi in the process. But his 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 allegiance to Sidious must be swift and decisive. So we get a little bit of a good duel between Ventress, Obi Wan, and Anakin. More of that Jedi two against one tactic they seem to employ so very very often. A fun sequence, though, and I noticed, and maybe 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 it's just me, maybe maybe um, maybe maybe I'm mistaken. Let's put it that way. The fightings, the fight sequences in this episode in particular, seem to be so quick, so fast, venturous, moved with such speed, such rapidity. Um, that I really, really enjoyed the the saber fights in this episode uh, on a level that I, uh, I mean, I always enjoy them, but I, I just they just seem to be moving just just a hair faster than what we've seen before, which I think really lends some uh, uh, intensity to the to the sequences. So whether that's Ventress's uh, battle against Obi Wan and Anakin in the beginning of the episode or the big climactic battle versus Dooku later in the episode, uh, really great lightsaber sequences all around in this episode. Really just standout stuff. Uh, the animation just firing on all cylinders at this point in the series. Uh, one of the big things I wanted to talk about with the, with this episode is, um, and maybe I think I think most people know this. I mean, you can look it up and find it. I mean, it, it Dathomir has been such a big part of of Star Wars canon since its reintroduction here in in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Uh, but it, it, it bears being pointed out that uh, Dathomir was originally brought into Star Wars canon in the old Expanded Universe in. What I believe was the, the second novel after Timothy Zahn had completed his trilogy, uh, his, his his Zahn trilogy or his Thrawn trilogy, if you will. There was a, the Trusa. Uh, the, the first book after that was Truce at Bakura or Bakura, Bakura. I think you said Bakura. And then it was it was the courtship of Princess Leia was the next book by Dave Wolverton. And uh, interestingly enough, I remember this book coming out with a, with a really uh, a striking Drew Drus- Struzan cover. And and then, like, years later, in paperback, it came out with a different Drew Struzan cover. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, as it sort of reflected more of the... That paperback cover seemed to reflect more of the tone of the planet Dathomir. While that first cover uh, on the hardback, which was, like, it's, it's you know, beautiful image of, of Princess Leia. And it's, like, soft blues and, and, and it's yellow hue. Uh, was sort of more, I don't know, aspirational in a, in a sense. It didn't really reflect the planet of Dathomir, which was the main setting for that entire novel. In the, in the course of the book, uh, Han Solo uh, is sort of, uh, you know, he thinks he's won a planet in a game, game of Sabek. And, uh, of course, that turns out to be not the case, but he thinks it's a, this grand romantic gesture. He's going to use the planet uh, to, to kind of show his worthiness to Princess Leia, who's being uh, courted by a royal from another star system that would, that would hurry marriage to this royal... Would form like a, a super alliance, if you will, for the new republic, uh, to bring this, this this star cluster of planets into the republic. But again, you know it's Han Solo, and we've already read Timothy Zahn's trilogy, so we know that Princess Leia and Han get married. Plus, it's Star Wars, so we all like happy endings. Uh, but it, this is sort of like the journey, right? It's not always about the destination. You you know how it's going to end, but it's the journey that's fun to get there. So we spend a lot of time on Dathomir, which is. Very similarly depicted the way we see it on, on Star Wars The Clone Wars, uh, in, in Star Wars Fallen Order, the video game that we, we spent a good chunk of time on Dathomir on, uh, which is really, really nice. The, the witches of Dathomir, the Night Sisters, are pre- depicted a little bit differently in, in, in uh, I guess I should say, in their original form in that novel. They've sort of changed a little bit, evolved a little bit. Uh, I, I love them in Star Wars The Clone Wars. In Fallen Order, they are fantastic. They're a little bit different in my recollection of course of Princess Leia. Now, please, take this with a grain of salt. It has been almost 30 years since I read that book. So <laughs> my memories could be a tad on the fuzzy side as far as that goes. But it was a solid enough book. you know. Like I said, you knew what the end point was going to be, but you wanted to go on the ride. You got some fun uh, Jedi stuff with Luke on Deathmere finding a, uh, a what was it, it was, I think it was like a, I think it was a ship, but it was like this this sort of like ship bound Jedi Academy, right? That crashes on Dathomir, and they're trying to recover the the Jedi archives, and and you find out that that Yoda had fought the Night Sisters at one point. Uh, now, again, a lot of that stuff's thrown out uh, after the Disney acquisition, but Dathomir is another element that was reincorporated into continuity by Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So it has a very very interesting history, and if you, if you're a fan of the of the uh, expanded universe, you know that. Uh, the Night Sisters have a have a role to play later on in in, in some of the book series as uh, things escalate in, in 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 the expanded universe. You know the Uzan Vong and and the fate of the Jedi books and, and all that stuff. Like there are descendants of Night Sisters and, and and relations to Dathomir. Like Dathomir factors heavily into things. The look of the Night Sisters on the Clone Wars is very very different than what's depicted uh, in in that book. But again, I think I think for the better. I think we'll be. The, I think the Dathomir that we get in Star Wars: The Clone Wars um, is is more visually interesting than, than what we got in the book, where it was just like they're just, oh, they're force, users, they're force witches, and they look human, and it's you know just all that. So that's that's sort of like the interesting element in, in this episode is sort of the incorporation of Dathomir, and we also sort of refine and and maybe even retroactively do a little retroactive continuity work on Ventress's origins, you know, as as opposed to just being from Rat Attack. That's incorporated into her origin story later on. It's it's molded into that. It's 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 made to fit. It's made to work. But her original home planet is revealed to be Dathomir, and she is a knight, a knight sister, and she was uh, part of a, a a ritual to to save the tribe, if you will. And we get through the use of flashbacks, we're, we're told a lot about Ventress's origins, how she came to be, her unorthodox Jedi training she received on Rat attack. and and it's it's really really interesting stuff, and. I, I, I will mention it again, if you've not read the Dark Disciple novel, uh, I, I strongly urge you to because it plays into so much of that stuff, so many of those elements come into play in that book. And also, uh, I haven't talked about this yet, but I recently had the pleasure of listening to Kevin Scott's audio drama for, for Count Dooku, The Jedi Lost, and it is fantastic. It's really, really good. I recommend the audio drama highly. I also have the the the, the uh, sort of like the, the adapted novelization. It's not really a novelization though, because it's more just like it reads like a script. Uh, but there's there, there is a print form of that material, and uh, it's really, really good. It 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 goes it works with the Ventress in in the, in the sort of in the present in the in the in the time of the Clone Wars, uh, running a mission for Dooku, uh, but also as she's beginning this mission, she's. Be- at Dooku's uh, sort of behest is also discovering things about him and his origins, his time as, as a Padawan, as a Jedi apprentice to Master Yoda. And uh, it, it does a great job of, of showing the, the trials and, and, and tribulations that Dooku went through and why he sort of is the character that he is, how he is the way that he is, the things that changed and affected him, his view on the Jedi and their, their sort of bureaucracy. And and the the different instances of the force. Also, also, one of my favorite aspects of the book is is his relationship with with dyas the, the Jedi who would ultimately order the clone army creation. Uh, so 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 much really, really good stuff in, in that book. And again, yes, it's about Dooku, but there's some really good stuff with Ventress in there as well. So the Jedi Lost, the Count Dooku Jedi Lost Book, and of course Dark Disciple, uh, really strong books for Asajj Ventress stories, if, you, if that's what you're into. And this is a strong entry for Asajj Ventress. So going back to the episode, uh, Ventress survives the attack against Dooku. Dooku believes he's killed Ventress. He's reports back, he reports back to Sidious that she is dead. Though you, you'd think they would know. They'd be able to sense that in the Force, but uh, I digress. <laughs> Probably my only knock on the episode is, is that, that, little, that little thing there. that maybe, maybe they should be able to detect that, pick that up. But what do I know? What do I know, indeed? Uh, so a salvage ship comes through the wreckage of the battle. They, th- they find Ventress in her, in her Ocean of, of I think it's a Fincraft is the name of the ship. And they, they rescue that for salvage. They find Ventress is alive, and Ventress is Ventress. So she quickly dispatches them and decides she's taking the ship back to Dathmere because she knows, again, I'm going to play the message right now that, that Dooku sends to Ventress. Uh, and it's it's pretty harsh, so check it out. You have already lost the battle, child. I've ordered your reinforcements to return. No! I will destroy the Jedi. I'll show you. You have failed me for the last time. You are no longer my apprentice. And now, you shall die. So it's time... For revenge, and again we, we we dial back into our Jedi fortune cookie for the episode about revenge, and we know we know we know all about revenge from Yoda. So you know we know it's a slippery slope to be on, but Ventress does not care one iota about that. Again, swift is past the destruction; is through vengeance. But she's linked back up with the Night Sisters now. She's back on Dathmir, back with her tribe, back with her people, and Mother Talzin, the leader of the tribe, the leader of the people of the Night Sisters. She has a plan of her own. And it begins with enabling Ventress to pursue a course of action against Dooku to seek out vengeance. And I think ultimately we, we, we wanna believe that Towson is, is supportive of, of Ventress and her plan. And if, he, if she were to succeed, then great, that works out just as well. But Mother Towson, much like Darth Sidious, thinking ahead, thinking the long game, has plans and wheels within wheels. So I think ultimately she knows that this isn't going to work, but they have to try, and this is like the opening salvo, right? Because uh, they use the potion. There's a spell. They turn these. They turn Ventress and two other uh, the the best hunters in the night sisters, the best warriors in the night sisters. Uh, they turn them invisible so they can infiltrate Dooku's fortress and, and attempt to assassinate him. And again, this leads to like a really really great lightsaber battle between the three characters uh, before. Uh, Sidious, ultimately, you know, it looks like Sidious is, is going to be defeated, right? And then he totally turns the table and uses Force lightning on all of them, and then throws them all out of his giant bay window. And uh, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty exciting. It's pretty stellar. Really, really great things. But again, Talzin thinking ahead, playing the long game here, and and she knows now that that without Ventress around to protect him, uh, there's been he's Dooku's been a bit exposed. Uh, that there's there's many dangers in the galaxy, and he's made a lot of enemies. And so now it's time for some more protection to be put in, in play, and Talzin contacts Duku with with an offer to send him a male of the tribe, instead of uh, because and again he, she Towson takes shots at Duku in this about how she was un, or about how Duku was unable to break Ventress and sort of uh, mold him around his little finger like a, like a, wear her like a ring, and, you know Ventress staunchly independent fiercely independent and and um, again loyal. But her mind of her own, if you will, and perhaps do who's in need of a, a servant more uh, agreeable. <laughs> so Towson has a plan, and I think we all know where that plan takes us. And it takes us to Savage Press, and and we get to meet the 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 Zabrex of Dathomir in the next episode, which is going to be really really exciting and one I cannot wait to talk about. There's not a lot of of subtext in this episode to to really dive into to kind of pull apart. Other than it's the open, this is only the opening salvo of a, of a wonderful three part uh, arc that, 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 that spends time with uh, the Death Ears, Zabrax, the Night Sisters. Uh, we, we get more infiltration with, uh, 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 um, excuse me, with, with the Sith Lords, with Dooku. I mean, the whole thing. It's, it's just it's, it, it, only table setting. This episode is table setting, but it's nonstop action, and I couldn't get enough of it. But there's not a lot of there's not a lot to pull apart here in, in that sense because we're just getting started we're just warming up with this episode and and I'm again i was riveted i love the battle at the opening i love the lightsaber fight between anakin obi-wan and ventress and i love i love dooku the way dooku just so coldly tells ventress that it's over in the midst of a battle and then he uses his own forces to uh eliminate her he's he sacrifices the battle to eliminate her he hopes he kills some jedi in the process but uh, no, it, it's all about uh, getting back on Darth Sidious good side, making his master uh, happy, and proving his own loyalty to Darth Sidious, and the plan that they are they are following, the script they are following to a letter, to the letter. Excuse me. Uh, so that's really, really nice and really, really great. And then again, the wonderful flashbacks as as Ventress is being healed by the Night Sisters, and we're getting those flashbacks to her past, to her origins. And, and we're seeing new elements. We're seeing that she's from the planet. All that stuff is, is so good and so wonderfully done. But again, we're also getting cuts to her on Rad Attack being trained by a Jedi whose name uh, I have completely forgotten at the moment. But, but a Jedi who, who, who haunts her to this day. We haven't gotten into her psyche just yet. But that, that, the, that Jedi lives in her mind in, 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 a, in a way that uh, is, is really, really well depicted in the Jedi Lost book the one that Kevin Scott did, the audio drama, if you will, uh, depicted really, really well. And, and I love that part so much of it. But yeah, to see Ventress, that she was on this Jedi path, again, an unconventional Jedi path, but with the death of her master, it throws everything, everything out of whack after that and changes her life completely. Again, more, more well depicted in the Dark Disciple novel, but the, this, the characterization they do with Ventress uh, is, is so wonderful. And a lot of it starts here in this episode so those those books that we've talked about in the past this is sort of the beginning of it this is sort of the genesis this is when ventures begins to get fleshed out into just a really wonderfully productive awesome exciting unique character I really really dig this episode it's a solid it's a solid oh god it's nine this is a nine i love it and i love the things that are coming next and i cannot wait to talk to you more about them um and again, the, the lightsaber fight. I know we, I kind of gave you the, the, the review already, but just want to highlight it again. That duel between Night Sisters and Ventress against Dooku, so good. The infiltration of the palace, the whole thing, just top notch. And then again, we get to the end when they come back to Deathmere and We find out that, that again, it seems like Towson sort of expected them not to succeed, but she has plans in play. Wheels within wheels, within wheels. So lovely, lovely stuff. Nine stars on this one. Nine buckets, if you will. Go check this one out again if it's been a little while since you watched it. It is a real blast. You are going to love it. And I cannot, cannot recommend it highly enough. What a great one. So, so good. (laughs) All right, we're going to get out of here. We did this one faster than I thought uh, just because, well, gosh, my excitability and again, it, it's, it, I don't want to say it's its flawless, but it, it is a really pitch-perfect episode in so many senses. It's, it's just spot-on, entertaining, action-packed, and, and some really good story stuff. And again, it's just table-setting. We're just setting the table for what's coming next week. And I cannot wait to talk to you more about that. So... Thank you all so, so much for listening. It's been my absolute pleasure to be here and to entertain you all for eh, 30-ish minutes or so, a little less than 30 minutes, I guess. New listeners, welcome aboard. I hope you enjoyed the show. hope you stick around. And of course, big welcome back to the old-time listeners, the long-time listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I truly appreciate all of you so, so much. I hope everyone is having a wonderful holiday season if you are a, a celebrator of the holidays this time of year. Otherwise, I just hope you're doing well. I hope you're taking care of yourselves. And uh, as we mentioned last week, as we talked a little bit last week, you know, I know the holidays can be really hard and really trying for a lot of people. Uh, so if you know people who are having a hard time with the holidays, reach out to them, touch base with them, let them know you're thinking about them and make sure they're doing okay. And and uh, if you're listening out there and, and, and uh, you need to talk to somebody, there are, there are tons of people out there who want to talk to you and want to help you get through this tough time of the year. And do not be shy about reaching out for that help because – Again, we're a Star Wars family, and we all got to watch out for each other and, and have each other's backs. So that being said, my name is Tom, Nargai Tom. And this is the MandoVision podcast. I want to remind you one more time, follow us on social media at Mando underscore vision Twitter and Instagram. You can email the show MandoVisionTom at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing the show with all the other Mandalorians in your covert. I truly, truly appreciate it. All right. Uh, keep, keep your buckets on this weekend. If you're going shopping if you're braving the mall or something like that the 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 christmas markets if you will whew, keep your bucket on it's uh it's uh you know this this pandemic thing's heating up again uh make sure you your you have your uh your your bucket has has the proper filtration devices on it and uh, just keep it on forever now we're we're just gonna twenty twenty two will be officially the year of the bucket we're just gonna wear our buckets all over the place. So thank you all so, so much for listening. Let's get out of here. We'll be back hopefully on Monday and (laughs) fingers crossed on that one. And uh, do just a little tease here, but right around, it it will probably be around Christmas time, but if it's not, it'll be shortly after Christmas, right before the book of Boba Fett, we are going to have a fairly, fairly significant announcement. Um, So I just want to tease that a little bit. It, 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 does not change anything as far as 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 the show goes, as far as it's it's um, uh, coming out, it's as far as its availability, nothing like that. Just a, just a, a, but a big announcement nonetheless. But it will not affect your listening of this show. All right, so just get ready for that, keep that in the back of your head, and like I said, right before Christmas or right before Boba Fett, I haven't quite determined what date I want to put it out there yet, but yeah, some 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 changes coming. They won't affect your listening ability to the show but some things I want to talk to you all about and and news I want to share, okay? All right, let's do it. Let's get out of here. You know how this podcast ends, and it only ends one way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. You expect me to search the galaxy for the home of this creature and deliver it to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way.